Hi, and welcome back to the Only Real Cure to Borderline Personality Disorder podcast. I'm Shamala Del Rosario. I'm 53, a mother, grandmother, wife, and I've lived with distorted perceptions for my entire life. A year ago, I stumbled across Brian Barnett, and from that moment, my perceptions began to unravel. I had been convinced that there was something fundamentally wrong with me and that I was unfixable. As I continued to do the inner work and root out the underlying subconscious distorted core belief that my feelings are irrelevant and shameful, devoid of worth and therefore so am I, I'll be using this podcast platform to share my insights and thoughts. I strongly suggest that you subscribe to thelastsymptom.com and The Last Symptom podcast. And before I'm accused of plagiarism, let me just explain that The Last Symptom is a free resource that I have had and continue to have the privilege of learning from. And so I'll frequently reference Brian Barnett's work. I mean, when you think about it, my recovery is based on his support and approach. I'm still recording this directly onto my phone, so the sound um, quality is pretty crap, so I'm sorry about that. And I'm also still new to podcasting, so if you can bear with me as I'm still revealing my vulnerabilities. So let's get the disclaimer out of the way before we move on to talk about today's topic. So just to be clear, these are my personal experiences and insights of borderline personality disorder. I'm not qualified in any field of emotional or mental health and anyone who chooses to listen is responsible for their own thoughts, feelings and behaviours. Thank you for all your feedback and comments. It means a lot, it really does. What I wanted to talk about today is fear. Is it fear or is it shame in disguise? Something happened yesterday that I thought I'd share. It's about these podcasts and my relationship with shame. So I hope it resonates with with you. As you know, I've been sharing very intimate details about me, my life, and the people that I've hurt. It's something that I decided to do as part of my recovery process. It's a way for me to finally accept me. Me as someone, not shameful. Me as a human being, an imperfect person. I've mentioned in previous podcasts that I have begun to generate internal validation, kind of like a flicker, enough to know it was there. So was that flicker a feeling? I mean, it felt nice, cosy, warm, and kind of toasty inside. I think it was. Nothing massive, nothing massive, and not for long, but it's a feeling. Receiving um, support, comments, and the other heartfelt communication has been really humbling. And it's also provided a a kind of a source of external validation, not in the same way or to the same degree as before. I mean, this was not my primary motivation. I hadn't expected it. This external validation, it's different. And you know, with the responses that I've received from the listeners and thinking about all of the people out there who are also suffering in silence, thinking they're completely alone, has made me want to go further in terms of going more more public. 
So I forwarded links to a few more friends, friends that are actually quite local geographically. After I did that, I started to overthink. I didn't actually know that I was doing it at the time. And then I started to feel scared, nervous. And then I started thinking about my daughter finding out about these podcasts. I started thinking, what if somebody shows her? What if she's angry? What if she's embarrassed? What if? What if? What if? What if? What if? I didn't want her to be embarrassed. I thought about telling her, but, but, but. I was worried that that she'd think that this was me trying to manipulate her, you know, faking it, trying to get validation. I got myself a, a little bit lost. I still wanted to share these podcasts with others. So I thought, well, what shall I do? So I asked my fellow moderator, Jay, who has got no personal connections with me to forward the link to her contacts. I told her the reason that I was scared of my daughter knowing and that I was worrying. This wonderful woman asked me the simple question that I wasn't asking myself. Why? Why are you afraid? You don't have to justify yourself to anyone. In that moment, I realised I wasn't feeling fear. I was feeling shame. Feeling shame to reveal myself to my daughter. Fear of revealing the truth. But why should I be afraid of, afraid of the truth? I've done shitty things, but I'm not a piece of shit. So... I sent a link to my daughter straight away. So we'll we'll see. I mean, I don't need or want her to subscribe or even listen, but just to be aware that I'm, I'm doing this rather than kind of being surprised by maybe a mutual friend or something. I mean, the thing is, I hadn't questioned what I thought was fear, nerves, or even anxiety. I hadn't questioned my thinking it was like that plate of flu that plate of food you know i tasted it without smelling it first so guess what i fucking ate shit so i mean can you see how we we need to investigate the thinking if i'd have done that in the first place i wouldn't have allowed my overthinking to cause me to get so so anxious i mean and when i say anxious i'm talking about the physical trembling as well this is something that i'm going to watch out for in the future you know my my physical reactions as well. And maybe that's something that you you guys could also look out for as well. The fear wasn't, it wasn't fear. The fear was shame in disguise. It was actually telling me not to do something. Telling me it was shameful. Telling me what I've done was bad. Telling me I am bad. Telling, my, telling me my daughter would be ashamed of me. Strangely, though, I didn't realise it was shame. Shame of self. Complete and utter shame of self. Once I recognised that this was shame, I was able to kind of quickly dump it. I mean, if, if I was feeling bad about myself, why was I feeling bad? What crime had I committed? I'm talking about my life. I'm talking about my insights. I'm talking about my mistakes. I'm talking about my learning. I'm being me. 
an honest and intimate look into me. But shame, shame was translating that into my life is a piece of shit. My insights are a piece of shit. My mistakes are a piece of shit. My learning is a piece of shit. And my honest and intimate peep into my life is a piece of shit. So really, dumping that shame was easy. Well, not easy peasy, because I missed it in the first place. Missed the fact that it was shame that I was actually feeling. But this is why we've got to be super alert to our thinking and always question, question, question. And look out for the physical telltale anxiety signs too. I mean, is it fear or is it shame in disguise? I looked back into my thinking. What was I actually thinking? How was I thinking? And what I was viewing myself was as the mother who had received that narcissist book. Not the person I am today. So I was concerned about how she would feel. Would she think that I was trying to be a public entertainer loved by the masses? I mean, you can imagine the thoughts. Is she? Is she? Is she? But in truth, I don't know how she will think, feel or react. But all that I need to know is that my emotional health, my recovery, is the most important thing to me. And that I only have the rights, responsibilities and authority of my own feelings, thoughts and actions. But I do also know that there is absolutely no intention to offend. This whole process is my guilt stage. Learning to do better because I've accepted my mistakes. I've lived in a state of denial for too long. I mean, that's that's what's held me in shame. I mean, after I'd forwarded um, the link, I can't say that my mind didn't try to think up scenarios. But any one of those scenarios that I can think up, they're a lie because I don't know. We each have got our own circles in the sand. You know, actually that book, although I hated it, it did actually make a difference to my recovery. Accepting something I didn't like and making informed changes to my perspectives. You know, the privilege of actually being a member of the Facebook education group has allowed me to connect with people that, are gen- that genuinely understand and care about each other. And although we're at kind of varying levels of understanding and changing our perspectives, by reaching out to each other, I don't know, but we're repeating Brian's accurate information and supporting one another to breaking down the walls that keep us stuck in that distorted fake reality and ultimately cure us. You know, I really, really believe that Brian's way is the only way to achieve full emotional health. And so I've actually done something even more exposing. I've actually emailed the um, personality disorder clinic in Nottingham with a link to these podcasts. I don't know if they might help others who want to take responsibility for their own recovery. Anyway, who knows? And so I thought I'd end with a quote by... Brené Brown. You know, I was actually a Brown. It was my maiden name. Anyway, here we go. 
Authenticity is a collection of choices that we have to make every day. It's about the choice to show up and be real, the choice to be honest, and the choice to let our true selves be seen. Well, that's it for me. Thanks for listening. I really like doing these podcasts. Actually, another one of her quotes is, if we can share our story with somebody who responds with empathy and understanding, shame cannot survive. As ever, I really appreciate your feedback and comments. And if you could subscribe, that would be great too. And actually share it as well if you can, if you think it would be useful. I tried to submit it, you know, to this Apple podcast, but there's some problem with the artwork or something. And Google Play doesn't accept the RSS feed and I'm not techie, so I don't really know. But anyway, hopefully we'll speak soon. And thank you for listening and bye.